We Speak English Good has expanded to WSEG-TV. That's right. You can find us on Twitch every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Join us as we interview guests, we do live loops, and sometimes we have in-studio performances. Tune in at twitch.tv slash we speak English good. Also, go check out our sponsor, modedstudios.com. M-O-D-E-D-S-T-U-D-I-O-S.com. Moded Studios has all your favorite patches and apparel. Go check them out. Some of the hottest sellers are the Wu-Tang patches. Get a Wu-Tang patch that represents your country, your sports team, or just your favorite design. ModedStudios.com. Now on with the show. Waking up here to blue skies And I'm waking up just a little too tired But I'm still learning how to switch off Didn't rely on my coffee a little too much Nineteen but my eyes have grown old People ask me why my bones don't show I said this youth is something that I've earned Something I've learned to love But I there's two sides to kindle There's two sides to kindle Being burned Cold ground with no shoes on My oven in your front yard And making love to you all night Along your outlines And waking up to the morning light With you by my side These are, these are the things That I wanna get used to And you are so one That I wanna get used to Been going to sleep a little too tired But I'm still learning how to switch off Been relying on my alcohol a little too much Nineteen but my eyes have grown old People ask me why my bones don't show I said this youth is something that I've earned I said this youth is something I've learned to love there's two sides to a candle There's two sides to a candle Being burned Cold ground with no shoes on My oven in your front yard And making love to you all night long Running my lips along your outline Waking up to the morning light with you by my side These are, these are the things that I wanna get used to Cold ground with no shoes on My oven in your front yard And 
along your outlines Waking on to the morning light with you by my side These are, these are the things that I wanna get used to And you are someone that I wanna get used to And you are someone that I wanna get used to and that was today's guest, Julian Belhumer, with Ziggy Albert's song, Used To. Hey gang, welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Good podcast. Today's guest is Julian Belhumer. He is from French Canada and he's just a very nice human being. I, I, I really like Julian. I like his streams. He streams uh, uh, pretty often on Twitch. And that's Julian. Oh, twitch.tv slash J-U-L-I-E-N-B-E-L-H-U-M-E-U-R. I don't really know how to say his last name all that great. <laughs> there are some friends of the show who, who from Canada who is helping me through that. But I'm just... I'm not good at pronouncing anything with my dumb American tongue. So, uh, uh, much love to all this, the 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 multilinguists out there. Very much uh, respect for them. Uh, yeah, Julian will be coming up here shortly. Make sure you go check out his his social medias and stuff. All the links are in the show notes. Again, go follow him on Twitch. Go subscribe. He's a he's he's quite a guy. I'm uh I'm also listening to my friend Dead Deadside Blues. And he's drinking a beer. <laughs> Just so you guys know, he's about to play a Beck song for me, so I'm like listening in while I record this. We're gonna get to Julian really shortly, but first go to Rainamystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com and go check out Raina Mystique and her latest single, Stew, a cute little reggae jam about smoking weed and eating pussy i love it <laughs> that's not what the whole song is about but it's pretty cool uh you can also go check out we speak english good on twitch rain mystique is on twitch as well right now she is in the middle of a month long streamathon. she is going to be streaming until the end of march so you can go on to rain mystique or excuse me twitch.tv slash rain mystique and find her most days this month of march 2021 you can also find We Speak English Good on Twitch as well. Twitch.tv slash We Speak English Good. We stream Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Times. We just had an awesome music stream, which I thought was just, I had such a great time and I played drums and it was fun. And uh, I played drums and it was fun. <laughs> Anyways, come check us out. If you like this show, the audio version of the show is just the crux of the cracker. You need to come and check out all the content we're doing. Uh, it's just so much fun over there. Twitch.tv slash We Speak English. Good. Come through, won't you? You can also like, subscribe, review, like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, Discord, all that bullshit. Go do all that, please. It helps. It helps us. And it helps you stay up to date with what we're doing. You can subscribe to us on Apple iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcast. You can also uh, subscribe to us on YouTube where you'll find the video version of this conversation there uh, you can also find a link directly in the show notes go and click on that link it says 
find the video version of this podcast here. Go and click on that if you want to watch the show visually. You can also subscribe to us on Twitch, which will cost you a few dollars, but all the money basically goes right back into producing the show and the content that comes with it. Uh, go check it out. You can also leave a review. Now, this is a free thing that you can just do for the show. If you like the show, please go leave a review. It takes a few minutes of your time, but it helps us tremendously, and uh, it's just very much appreciated. Okay, guys, that's enough out of me. Let's jump on over to Julian Belhumer. Uh, uh, let's see, who do we got on today on the show, on the live stream? We got Nick Natoli. He is a singer songwriter he is an la native who has written for snoop dogg french montana and others so he he's 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 signed to warner as a writer so oh this is an industry professional and i'm excited to talk to him so that is coming up today at 3 p.m eastern standard time on the live stream on twitch uh and so that's it i don't even know who's coming out on the podcast feed next week so it'll be a surprise yay (laughs) All right, guys, let's jump on over to Julian Belhumer and uh, let's show him some love. Put your hands together. at right now i there's a couple different places i saw that you were listed on your social media so i'm just curious where are you at yeah well i'm in um the province of uh, quebec in canada so this is why i'm a french speaker uh, mostly uh, french speakers are in quebec there are a few communities as well yeah. uh, but i'm in quebec city so I, I live close to montreal let's say like maybe in like an hour away from montreal um so yeah this is where i'm located the, the, the city is called Joliette. uh for those who might know it, but uh, yeah, so this is where I'm located at. And um, for the music part, I mean, I play, um, I play in many restaurants, bars, uh, either around where I live or like some places in Quebec. Um, so I, I could drive like between three, like maybe three hours in. Yeah, bet- between like 20, 20 minutes and three hours to get to some gigs mm-hmm. like nearby where I live. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's dope, man. Uh, so you, before the pandemic then, you were a, a gigging musician. Is that how you, is that what yeah. your day job was? Your your job was to just play music? Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Exactly. So I, I would play, uh, I've been doing this for like four years now. So before pandemic, uh, that's what I was doing for a living. Uh, that was my only job after all. So I, I would play maybe close to 200 gigs a year. Mm. And last year, I think we've played, I think I've played like less than 50 gigs. Yeah. Oh yeah. God, that was bad. I definitely, me too. Less than 50. <laughs> definitely less than 50. I think, I think IRL gigs I played, I think there was three. <laughs> I think there was three uh, post pandemic. Before that, I had quite a few leading up to like the shutdowns yeah. and stuff. But it was a uh, yeah, less than fifty is definitely a good number for me. Uh, yeah, it's like three, three gigs, three gigs yeah. over the course of a pandemic. That's not very many gigs. But I played 
countless gigs on Twitch, which has been amazing. Yeah, but same here. but uh, I, I kind of want to just sort of get a feel of um, uh, of what happened. Sort of where were you? What were your plans for twenty twenty um, before the pandemic? And then what 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 were the big plans? Like, what did you have like tours or anything scheduled like that? Um, mostly, I was trying to get rid of the. Um, the the little gigs like in bars that like are that hand lates and uh yeah. uh yeah i wanted to do like less gigs but with better conditions maybe yeah. so that's what yeah. i was working on so like trying to like uh get more weddings more festivals and stuff yeah. so that was the plan for 2020 um so it started in a good way but then when the pandemic hits um yeah, well, I I bought like all those toys so I could play from home and eventually stream. But like from the, my very very first stream was in January, so I was kind of lucky because I started streaming before uh, wow. the the pandemic, like maybe a month. So I never thought like that would be a a thing. It's just I took some like three weeks. Maybe I I had like two or three uh, vacation weeks, which normally I travel, but like last year I thought oh, I would stay home and I I will like work on my stuff and then this is where the idea of streaming uh, came to my mind so I started streaming and like one month later uh it was my full-time job <laughs> but like but I I wouldn't get uh, many uh, a lot of money out of it though like in the first months it was it was quite hard to make a living out of it but I would say since November I I can make a living out of uh internet like very basic living, but right. still, at least, right. at least it's like uh, better than it was. Exactly, a absolutely. No, Twitch has sort of been this uh, saving grace for so many of us who were mm -hmm. just displaced after the pandemic. We're just like, now what? Who am I now? Like, so many oh, people. Shit, yeah. So many people have their identities wrapped up in being a musician or an artist, you know. And and uh, you know when you take that all away. Yeah, there was, mm -hmm. you know, I've talked to countless people who were just like, I just sort of sat around for the first couple of weeks drinking alcohol and being sad, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and, uh, you I, know, I, yeah, I kind of did that for months, but <laughs> while streaming, <laughs> right, you know, everybody, everybody gets past things in their own way. Um, yeah. so what, how did you handle that in those first days when, you know, all your gigs are getting canceled and everything sort of looking grim as it did? what was sort of your reaction to all this uh well i had like two reactions like one where i really got stressed out about like how am i gonna like pay for but well at least i had some good years in the past so i i wasn't i wasn't scared for the like few weeks coming three months coming but yeah. i didn't know how it did the whole year would would turn so i got like a bit stressed out about that without knowing if we would have help uh, any like financial uh, help by the government mm. so after all like they 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 put on a program for the, the the artists that we could apply and then that helped out a bit but uh, on the other hand i was so exhausted from the past years i did so many many gigs and um I tr I drove a lot to get to those gigs, and sometimes I would have like six days in a row, uh, like gigging, yeah. and so it was really rough on my voice. 
And um, so it, on the other end, it felt good to have a, like a, a little break of all of like this craziness. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I was like between those two. And when I started streaming, it, it kind of made more sense to me, like this whole thing where uh, I get to work from home instead of like going away. Because if I play like in a bar, let's say uh, I have to, it's in Quebec City. So it's like two hours from where I live. But it takes me the whole day, like just to get there to um, like bring the gear, uh, like install everything, play, then wrap up, go back. So it could, it's a day of like 10 or 12 hours versus now if I stream for like five hours, which is insane, but still I feel less exhausted, exhausted and I'm home after said, like right. it, it's just five hours in my day. Yeah. So you just um, hit end stream. And you go on with your life. There's no yeah. wrestling with speakers and closing of oh, cases. Gosh, yeah. and, and, and that's the worst, man. <laughs> and you live in Quebec. So like winters there are insane. And so I couldn't yeah. imagine going at like, I don't even know what the Celsius is. But, you know, I, I can't imagine in like freezing cold weather, like extra freezing cold because I'm in Ohio. So like I'm not yeah. too far from you. Uh, but but we still get a little bit less than you. So I and it's still awful. It's still like I just can't stand the cold. It's not good for me personally, physically, or mentally. But it's it's like carrying in your gear at, at like what like three or four in the morning after a long night, and maybe that night nobody was even paying attention. Maybe people were ignoring you all night, and that's so exhausting on its own when there's no energy feeding you back. It's just this, you're just dumping energy into a void. And then you have to fucking drive all the way home and then unload your equipment because you can't leave it in the car exactly. overnight because it's too freaking cold. It's too yeah. cold. So you have to carry in your equipment, your heavy equipment through the snow and the ice and, and the and That's the, the worst part, the anguish. Actually, I think. <laughs> Unloading the car at freaking 4 a.m uh, it's minus 30 something uh, oh god it's the worst yeah i know you're paying man i know you're i know you're paying and and there's so many people who i talk to on on this platform who are just like i don't miss that i don't want to do that anymore like i'm done yeah. with that like that's that's not really for me anymore is that some is that how you're kind of looking at it w with the prospect of twitch are you kind of looking at it like why am i going to leave my house anymore Oh god, uh, totally. Now, like, this is where I'm. I'm, like, in 2021, I, I still want to focus on uh, the internet because I think it's something. It's definitely something I never thought about. Like, that could work for me at least. And uh, after all, I realized I like it so much, and people are so kind. Uh, the, especially the Twitch community. I I don't know. Maybe I'm just like freaking lucky, but it's so so. Uh, nice and I I feel fulfilled after playing on Twitch I, I really feel good for real like even more than many many of the gigs I used to do in some restaurants and stuff yeah. so I think what like my my plan best case scenario would probably be uh, yeah have like this thing on internet and then choose the gigs yes. uh, for maybe one or two a week but mm, not more than this yeah uh, I don't want to go back at like gigging five times a week. That was like too much. And like, it's, it's just, um, it's meaningless. Like, I mean, you, of course you get the money out of it, which is f like fine, but it, like, 
there's so many people that doesn't really care about live music or depending on where you're playing. So after like five nights, I don't get like more people uh, like into what I'm doing or like I don't get to sell anything about like my creativity or whatsoever versus on Twitch. It's, uh, it's harder to make money there, but at least you reach the more the right people, I would say, I think. Yeah, I, I, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think when you're playing for, you know, you know, I've seen your stream. Last time I was in your stream, you had like almost 200 people just chilling, just hanging out. I mean, when you're when you're playing for 200 people online, the likelihood that someone or a few of those people or a good amount of those people will actually go and look at your YouTube, go look at your social medias, go actually follow yeah. what you do, go go buy your music, go stream your music, go support, buy merch. I feel like you're finding more of that in in this online community than you ever do just playing random bars, random gigs. Totally. IRL because what you're playing for in um in in those situations when you're playing out in the bars and stuff is you're playing for you know you don't know who you're getting you're getting maybe it's a family who just is long week and they just need to go eat some food and have a drink and they don't really they it's maybe it's too loud for them or it's someone at the bar watching sports games yelling every time you know someone makes a score or a goal and or no one's paying attention or there's no one that it, it's just you catch people in very in a very weird environment where they're just they're just there to get a drink or get some food. They're not necessarily there to go discover new music and go see what the next big thing is going on, you know, at O'Malley's down the street. It's it's yeah. really just, you know, people are there. You're there just to sell more drinks and to get people more involved and to keep people there and keep people going. Whereas here on Twitch, you're here to build an actual community that cares about what you do and cares about what what you're putting out and cares about the content and and actually comes by and supports it. And I think that contrast is is deafening. You know what I mean? Like that is oh, just, yeah. it's insane. It's insane to think. Um, have you have you seen an increase in just um, just in personal interest in your own music since being on Twitch or, or because I, I couldn't find really a lot of original music from you. Um, yeah. I, I don't have any uh, yet actually. So like I've, I've been like co-writing mm -hmm. songs with people or like writing uh, songs that I've never released after all. Mm -hmm. But um, uh, yeah, mainly the, the reason why I haven't been doing this yet is because uh, doing covers is uh, is what I was hired for when I played in bars and mm -hmm. stuff. And when I wanted to get used to Twitch, this is all I knew how to do and how to like maybe uh, bring some people over watching the stream. Yeah. Uh, but I, I quickly realized that I really need to work on original. That would be the next step. Uh, show the people that like enjoy the vibe that I'm maybe sharing or like the... Uh, the inspiration that I'm getting through some different music uh, music agendas. Uh, I don't know. So uh, yeah, I think uh, I'm gonna definitely work on that uh, in 2021. Uh, and hopefully, that's. I think like with a platform, um, with like those many platforms, where I, I'm trying to be more active, especially Twitch. Um, if I release something, I feel like more people will be willing to listen to it 
versus uh, before when I was just playing in bars, I just had like a, a Facebook and Instagram. Mm -hmm. So I would share my stuff there and maybe reach less people. So it makes all more sense uh, now to like, yeah, just release some originals. Absolutely. Absolutely. I would say now's the time, man, for sure. I mean, you're, I mean, you're killing it. You're obviously doing well. Um, I think that that's amazing that you sort of went into the Twitch world before the pandemic. I feel like anybody who sort of got their foot in the door before the pandemic sort of had that foot up. And then from there, it's like a race to whoever's like first, right? It was like whoever's first <laughs> to the egg, man. Uh, uh, just in that rush, in that initial rush, you know what I'm saying? Just because like in the beginning days of the pandemic, I saw so many of my friends on like my musician friends on Facebook yeah you know, trying yeah. to make rent. And some of them were, some of them were doing, were killing it, right? Like, but that quickly dwindled. And it's like, uh, me and my wife knew about Twitch beforehand. And it was funny because my wife found in, um, in, in Canva, I don't know if you know what Canva is, but it's like this, this uh, web, it's a browser based like photo editing software. It's amazing. Okay, yeah. It's amazing. If, if, if anybody's ever interested in like easy design and, and ways to like make really good looking stuff and okay. and you don't know shit about anything, go to Canva. It's amazing. Um, but she found this old overlay from like three years ago that she was going to use for Twitch. She was just going to read books on Twitch. So we've known about Twitch for a long time and we, we set up, uh, you know, profiles and everything, but it was just... We just never took that initiative. So you're, the reason why you even got on Twitch was sort of to uh, look for another outlet besides having to tour around and play and drive twelve, you know, six hours for for four hundred bucks or something or two hundred bucks or whatever, whatever the whatever you're getting. Yeah, well, that I, I didn't have any expectations that much when I started mm -hmm. streaming. Actually, I I just basically started streaming because. Uh, I saw some, I don't know how I ended up there though. I think there was like maybe one or two streamers that I've randomly, I, I was probably on YouTube and then I saw, maybe that was some, someone like autopilot or I don't mm. know. And I, I saw a YouTube video and ended up on Twitch watching it as telling myself, wow, that, that could be a cool thing to do. Like I, like I'm practicing anyways, uh, home, like, so what would be. It's not more complicated to just like put uh, a mixer up there and just plug my guitar and let's just go live. But I quickly realized that it was more complicated than that because <laughs> there's like it's a, a whole new world. So I, I've learned so much like since I started streaming about like some really technical things that I had no clue about before. How how to get a good sound on stream, how to get like a good um, looking cam I had, like doing all the the comments the overlay stuffs i had no no clue no clue at all and no one to ask either like so i would go on the internet and and check out so if you compare my first stream which was um the end of january last year so almost a year ago it's like two words like in the the sound quality the um, the visual quality the gear i was using too uh, i was not looping i think at that time either so uh, so yeah, yeah. You, so you're you, what? How how was your technical knowledge on like computers and such? Like, what was it? Were you ever a gamer, or did you have any kind of knowledge on any of it? Really? No, I I only knew a bit about like DAWs, uh, 
mixer. I I know the basics since mm-hmm. like when you gig. Uh, most of the time, uh, I'm by myself, so I I got to do my own EQing, mm-hmm. compression stuff. Right, right. But I mean, so I I just knew the basics about right. it. Right. But and it's just a whole... oh, your favorite today. Thank you so much for that subscription. <laughs> welcome, welcome. I appreciate that. Thank you, thank you. Always a pleasure. Here we go. Here, this is for you. I'm gonna give you some love here. Thank you for that sub. Oh, I appreciate yeah. it. Good to see you here. Your favorite today. Thank you. Thank you. So so sorry for the interruption. No, no, no. <laughs> Don't be sorry. You're okay. <laughs> thank you for that woo though. Uh, yeah, the the basics of just knowing how to like run your own sound. That that's kind of what I came into it too. Like I do how to use uh like Logic and Ableton and like different programs. But we don't even use that on here. Do you? What are you just running everything through like a mixer, or do you run it through? Um, do you run it through like Ableton and then run it, then like internally route it to Slobs or OBS? Okay, so like for now, I'm doing uh, all everything through this mixer uh, mixer here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm really, I've been saying that for months, and it's <laughs> such a shame. But like, I'm really uh, working on. Um, running everything through Ableton mm. and even like the looping uh, yeah. through uh, Ableton. It's just like so complicated, but so much more possibilities and like better sounding uh, instruments yes. uh, going through. So I- I'm still, I'm using Ableton uh, with um, my Ableton push here on my keyboard. Mm. So I'm using uh, the MIDI sounds that are going in the mixer and then in the loop mm. here. So I'm looping everything with this looped station, but um, the thing is, I, I only have two stacks, so I feel really limited uh, quickly. Yeah. If there's like some different chords progression in a song, mm-hmm. then I'm I'm kind of stuck with with this. Versus with Ableton, it's endless, but it's way more complicated though. Yeah, it's endlessly complicated as well. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so totally. ridiculous. No, it literally took me about a year and a half to get like. A mediocre, mediocre, uh, wrapping my head, mediocre, medium, just terrible, like not good. Okay. I wasn't that great at it ever and still am not. And it's just, it's the learning curve is insane. But I think we were talking about actually on your last stream just for a little bit. It's, it's like the, the learning curve is nuts, but the, um, but but once you have it, like you're saying, it's like that the 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 possibilities are completely endless. You can just go anywhere oh, and loop a, forever. It's amazing. It's a whole new world. Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah. And then when you see people like autopilot, just just In- just and you're like, well, that's where that Ableton is coming. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's what Ableton even, could do. Even with the lights, like even I mean, with the like lights. Every- yeah, so mm-hmm. like there's the, that BPM set with the lights mm-hmm. and when it's like everything works all together and it's so fluid, it's yeah, it's amazing, dude. This is why, like for me, that would be the next step mm-hmm. to uh, move on to Ableton. The only thing is, because I know this is gonna gonna happen, is that my my stream's gonna be like it's gonna it's gonna st- take a step down for a couple of streams mm-hmm. because. I have to get used to it live. Like right. I, I work on it off cam, but it's still, uh, oh my God, it's still yeah. complicated, but it's, it sounds so good though. It's, uh, it's yeah. So hopefully it's going to be like one step 
back two step forwards yeah with this thing yeah once so. you get it, it's gonna be amazing but yeah no it's it, it, it's completely expected that that idea of having to do it live for people that don't understand is like why why can't you just practice it and then come on the reason is, is that once that live button comes on, the vibe changes. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not like it's like when you're in your room by yourself, you're alone, no one's around to judge, no one's around to see you hit that bad note, no one's around to hear you hit that wrong pitch with your voice. It's just all your shame and all your and all your practice is all private. As soon as that live button goes on, hey, sway away. What's up, buddy? Come yeah, on, man. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for that follow. I appreciate it. As soon as that live button goes on, though, everything changes. I mean, even when I'm talking <laughs> oh. to like people on on the podcast, it's really interesting. Is that is as soon as that you know the red light comes on and record. Even when I was doing the podcast, just oh, thank you so much, Epper 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 Cariff. Epicarif. Epicarif. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Thank you for being here. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, even uh, even people I'm talking to, like, we'll have a perfectly normal conversation beforehand, and then all of a sudden, as soon as I hit record, they just clam up like, oh, oh. Mm, mm, mm. And yes, everybody, I saw that I'm seeing people put questions in the using the the channel points. I forgot to say that if you guys are interested in asking any questions, sometimes things get lost in chat. The best way to get it asked, uh, to make sure that it gets asked, is to use the fresh bar. So all you got to do, it only costs one fresh bar. So it's very affordable, very affordable. Uh, and uh, you just write your question down and it'll, it just helps me keep track of things. So we're going to get to those questions, I promise. We just sort of doing our thing though. Uh, it's that, that, that record thing that happens when people start getting edgy and stuff do you uh how do you how are you in the studio when you're recording like in uh, in a group setting have you ever had to do that or have you ever tried to do that at all you you mean in a group setting like uh, like if you went with a band and they all oh. went to the studio because when you, i mean even when it's just you and the engineer as soon as record comes on it's weird things get weird but i'm just yeah, curious yeah. on how how you what's your behavior like in the studio are you someone who can go and knock it out or are you someone who gets a little weird with the record button how do you handle uh i think i think it depends with whom i'm working with mm -hmm. but like for like the past maybe 2 or 3 years i've been working with one of my very very good friends and he knows me mm -hmm. very well so if what I'm doing sucks. You will just <laughs> tell me, and I'm I'm not offended by that. Like, right. cause like I know he's right. So, uh, <laughs> it, I mean, yeah. Uh, so I totally feel confident. Um, I, I I don't think I'm very well. It depends, but like most of the times, I, I love to try things. So most of what I'm doing, sometimes like it's not that good, but we. We we end up finding some good ways to work, and after all, we end up with a good sounding thing. I think uh, at the end of the day, when when I work with that uh, that friend, mm. so I I won't say I feel uh, very nervous, uh, and even now with the stream, I think I feel way more comfortable. Mm. Uh, but uh, when I started, that was so, so weird. Like the first like 50, 70 streams are <laughs> yeah. uh, so weird. It is. Time. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still there. I'm still trying yeah. to find that balance between like talking to my guests and talking to the, to the chat. 
because you know chat's pretty important you want everyone to feel like they're included and everyone's part of the conversation but it's like i'm yeah, also trying to have this like conversation between me and another person so it's like it's constantly looking around trying to get the balance so I'm almost, I'm getting better. I'm getting better. But yeah, I, I'm still in that first like 70. I think you are, this is episode 70 actually. So there you oh, go. really? Yeah. So this is, this is the 70th, 70th stream we've done here and, um, nice. or at least interview or whatever. Oh, it's all getting, <laughs> it's all blurry now. But yeah, man, it, this is such a, <clears throat> I mean, especially when you're not used to something like this, especially when you're not used to technology especially when you you know it's all new it's like you got all these things around you you got monitors you got mixers you got instruments and or, or when you face a technical problem with <sighs> your life this is the worst thing cuz it could be so many things and yes. you're just like your head is computing like uh, what could that be so like last time i had a problem a problem with my microphone but it could be the wire it could be the microphone it could be the preamp it could be the compressor it could be the inputs of the console it could be uh, um, dude it could be so many things right so like you you kind of have to react quite fast because otherwise you just have to close the stream or right. just like use an alternate microphone or i don't know like in that case i I kind of was lucky because I, I tried something and it worked at the first attempt. But yeah, sometimes uh, you just or when the, you start the stream and the sound is glitching, yeah. then is it OBS? Is it like your your tools? Is it right. could be so, many so yeah, that that that's probably the thing that made me the most nervous uh, while I was live, or sometimes when I do live learns too. Mm, um, yeah, uh, since English is not, it's like definitely not my. Uh, language i used to speak in i only speak english on the stream for real or when i travel because otherwise everything is in french here mm. uh, so like doing a live learn with like uh, an english song that i've never heard before like trying to like nail the the melody the the words uh it could be really really hard sometimes so that, yeah those are the two things that made me nervous when i'm like live on stream right right yeah yeah it, it, you add that the pressure of live to anything it's just like ah it's like because even when you're not live and you're having technical issues there's still not that pressure of of live so like you're able to sort of take a breath and you're able to sort of like what is it you know like really think about it. but when you're live your mind is racing and as soon as something starts going wrong you get hit with like adrenaline because you're because your body's like reacting like oh no you're in danger you're gonna die <laughs> so yeah, yeah. so your oh. adrenaline hits and you just are like Ugh! and then you're in that state you're this high panic state trying to figure out some very complicated technical crap and it just doesn't work out well for me it doesn't work out it, it, i just end up being like oh well well that's how that is until i see it tomorrow or whatever i get to it we're just yeah. dealing with it oh my god technology is amazing and frustrating but oh yes yeah, so much but mostly and amazing some sometimes there's just like no reason why like <laughs> one time i had like that freaking problem I, it took me f like at least at least three or four hours just to solve this stupid thing so i i've launched one of my uh, I, I was streaming and then when i really listened to the stream i've noticed that the the master volume of my stream was like way lower than usually and i did not change anything on my computer settings so I couldn't get why I would like run some troubleshooting and try to record on OBS again. 
And then I realized that the day before I was doing a Zoom call and somehow Zooms changed the whole like settings in my computer of the recording like volume. So yeah. instead of being at a hundred person, it was like a 66 person. <laughs> and like, I never like just Zoom sneakily yeah. changed without telling. And it took me like four hours to like get, get it. Like, oh my God, that was so frustrating. So now, now every time I get a Zoom call, I'm, I, I'm always like looking Checking. at my settings. Yeah, you got to check, man. You got to check. Oh, I, I had uh, I had doubles in my uh, vocals when I first started streaming. And that's so annoying when you're trying to stream and you're talking to somebody and it's just double vocals going. Oh, yeah. And I couldn't figure it out. We couldn't figure it out. We're like, maybe the camera microphone is picking up my second voice. Maybe this, maybe that. And, and and I mean I just went on for weeks just sounding like sh like like total crap and, and and then finally um somebody in chat was like hey maybe try uh, muting some other uh tracks in your mixer in slobs and and and, uh, and and I did it and it cleared it up right away and it was just that easy and stupid of a thing and so now like every once in a while I just give a quick check on the mixer make sure everything's all muted. Yeah. <laughs> Because, you know, because like you said, things just change on its own or Zoom comes in and just elbows its way up into your system and starts changing stuff. It's uh, yeah. it's frustrating, but uh, oh, man. we Gosh. love it. We love it. Uh, <laughs> I want to get to some of these questions that we they've been yes, sitting, sitting here staring at me. And this is, the first couple is from Lovely Lace. And uh, I am wondering, are you married or seeing a special someone? I'm not married, but yeah, I've been in a um, relationship with uh, the same girl for ten years now. Wow, ten years—that's that's awesome, man. That's all. How how do you how do you like that? How do you like ten years of of relationship? Uh, well, it's uh, uh it's fun. It's it, <laughs> I was about to say it's comfortable, but yeah. that makes no sense. But <laughs> you know, I, I mean, like we we've known each other for uh, many years, so uh, like, um. No, it's it's fun because when life takes some like different turns, like this year, mm. uh, we can help out uh, each other's uh, with that. Like, easily. yeah, so yeah, no, for sure, man. I was, you know, I was really thankful that um, that I wasn't single during this because I can't. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I couldn't imagine trying to like <laughs> swipe right, swipe left on on Tinder during a pandemic, like try. You know, because, like, people just wanted to get laid. I mean, people, it, just because it's a pandemic doesn't mean people don't want to get laid or find love. So it's like, I couldn't imagine trying to navigate through this. And plus the loneliness. I mean, I'm sure it's, it, it wasn't fun. But, I mean, it, that, that's the thing about being grateful in these times, like, dark times. It's like, you got to look at what you got and be like, thank God I have that. Because... You know, some people don't have that, but 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 you're happy, happily in a relationship. And uh, yeah, did you? Uh, how did you guys meet? Oh my god, that was uh, in the bar. I think yeah, we had some <laughs> friends in common. So, uh, it was in the bar. Uh, yeah, yeah. When I was like eighteen or nineteen. Wow, eighteen or nineteen. Wow. And, and so marriage is something that you guys don't talk about or do talk about or. Not really, uh, not not really. To be honest, so we're not uh, like in this that kind of like Christian mm. thing. I mean, like 
my stepsister and uh, stepbrother, uh, step they, they um, they they had like their marriage, and it was it was fine because it was not at like the church. They they just did it. Uh, actually, they they got married because uh, he went working for uh, Tesla in um, California. Oh. So, like, if like the she wanted to to go with him, so they had mm. to be married right. to. Uh, get like the maybe have the visa eventually exactly. in the states so um but yeah no that's not really a thing um really thinking about like i i i won't miss my life if i don't get married <laughs> well it's like why bring the state into into the into the situation that's that i mean me and my wife are married i'm i'm very happily married to my wife and we we sit back sometimes and be like, why are we even? Why did we bring the the man into our relationship? Why did we bring the government into this? <laughs> because, you know, on one hand, it's like maybe the tax breaks are nice sometimes, but yeah, is yeah. that is that worth the rest of it? Which, I mean, it's fine. You know, we're happily married. It's not. It's not like the marriage certificate is a big hindrance in our life or anything. I'm just saying, it's a uh, it, why. Why? Who? 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 Why? Why? Like the other thing is, is like when two people do end up. Well, if two people end up, you know, not liking each other anymore, or at least not wanting to be together anymore, it's like you complicate things so much by just having that piece of paper that may have cost you like a hundred bucks, like initially, but to to get out of that piece of paper, it's like ten G's. So. It's another thing to think about when you're just willy-nilly throwing around marriage and talk, but I respect it. Respect. Do your thing, man. <laughs> Respects. You stay in that, uh, stay there. <laughs> uh, how old, uh, how old were you when you started playing instruments and singing? Good question, um, Lovely Lace. I started playing, uh, guitar was my, definitely my first instrument, so I was maybe 12 or 13 but i i kind of played in and out so i started playing because my english teacher uh when i was in a primary school um it was so cool so like he used to come in class with his guitar and sing songs so this is how we would learn english oh uh, nice. and um i really thought that was like so cool so i started like uh, my father bought, uh, bought my first guitar that year i took some few lessons then i start uh, i stopped playing for months or maybe years because like you you kind of level up and then you you reach a point where you're stuck there and mm. it's either you practice a lot and you go over that step or you just gave up. So I obviously just gave up. I, I, I think I remember I was trying to play like Time of Your Life by Green Day or some kind of songs like this. And I couldn't get like the picking right. And I just thought I just sucked and I couldn't play an instrument. So I stopped. And when I was like maybe 14, 15, I took the guitar back. Uh, at that time, I was listening a lot to like rock music, like ACDC and stuff. So I would like try to pick like the, the 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 songs then around 17 i started playing bass because i wanted to be in a band and uh there was uh, some people uh one of my like english teacher in high school uh he had a band and um he was looking for bassist and they were doing like this kind of like pop punk band and that was like definitely the, the kind of music i was listening to so i i started playing bass and uh, uh in that band then i've learned a bit of drum and like i, I really started singing um 
maybe four years or five years ago when I started like doing gigs because I was basically playing guitar uh, in a like for a duo or for bands. And then I, I thought like if I really want to make a living out of music, I like I have to do it solo because otherwise it's too complicated with like the rear shawls and like people's schedules, mm-hmm. priorities and stuff. So I, I thought I'll just do, do it myself. Then I started singing at that time. So maybe like four or five years ago. Um, yeah. And the, like the, the rest for like keyboards and stuff. Like I don't, I understand the instruments. I don't really, I'm, I'm not really good at it, but since I understand the basic, I, I think I, this is how I manage uh, loops, uh, looping stuff and how to build, build the song. And so, yeah, that's pretty much it. The what what was so you you mentioned that you uh, before the pandemic you had been for the last few years you've been um, professionally and playing music full time. Um, what were you doing before you were playing music full time? Um, so what I did uh, is uh, I went to um, university. I was st- studying uh, business. Um, marketing and like entrepreneurship as well mm-hmm. so the thing is my father had a, a construction uh, he still has it a construction company so the plan was like for me to take the um, take over the lead after a few years mm-hmm. um so i worked with him uh and then i started playing like few gigs in a duo with a friend and um like I think I was like 23 or 24 years old and I told myself I really want to like at least try it for a year just like trying to make a living out of music and if it doesn't work then I'll either go back to my father's business or just do something else and um so yeah it, 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 after all it worked and I really when I started playing music um the idea was for me to um travel so to play music for months and then travel for two or three months uh i've been doing this for maybe four years Mm -hmm. Uh, so i've traveled in asia uh, central america a lot in central america and this is actually when i was in nicaragua this is where i started like playing music uh, for where the idea of playing music for a living came because i was playing in a hostels there and restaurant Mm -hmm. and uh yeah, people would give me some like tip, and uh, I would pay my uh, hostel rooms with uh, that money. So when I came back from this uh, this uh, trip, I thought, oh, I should try it in Quebec as well, and uh, that's what I did. So yeah, I. Um, wow, that sounds like a very seminal, life changing experience that oh, you just was, sort of blew over. <laughs> How did you end up in Nicaragua? Nicaragua. Nicaragua. Bro, I'm I'm Latino <laughs> and I can't even say that. There you go. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> that's where I'm at. Nicaragua. Nicaragua. We're we're getting there. We're getting there. We're working on it, folks. We're working on it. Uh so how did you even end up down there? Um so what I did is um Actually, I, I, when I was in university, I did one semester in Chile. So I spent like um, six months there. And then when I came back, um, I ended up university. I, yeah, I yeah, ended up university. Then during the um, next winter, uh, 
I thought I wanted to do my first backpacking trip. And I chose uh, Nicaragua because I wanted to go to Central America. And uh, Nicaragua was one of the cheapest places oh, no. uh, with like, like I, I wanted to surf as well. So, yeah, because I, I, I wanted to do Nicaragua and Costa Rica, but Costa Rica is like way more expensive. And once I had like maybe one month and a half. And uh, yeah, after all, I decided to spend the whole time in Nicaragua. And then I... I went back to Nicaragua like two twice again. So I, I've been there like three times. Wow. And yeah, I really love this uh this country. It's very beautiful. It, it, what else do you like about it? But besides being beautiful. Um I I also love doing some uh diving trips. Uh. And when you go to the um, uh Atlantic side, so there's a um little highlands called um um little corn island and big corn island okay. and there it's uh it's just so beautiful for diving so I, I like it uh it's a cool like when you do hostels it's there's like cool bars and a cool way to meet a lot of people there and uh, yeah especially the surfing i mean like it's it's very and it's cheap so like <laughs> those were my <laughs> hey hey no i have lots of friends who are like do i go to south america you want a good you want a good time for a bargain go to south america but yeah costa rica is pretty expensive like brazil's expensive and uh all the like big places to go and hang out uh oh thank you very much uh mary jen mary jen Welcome, yes. welcome, welcome. Oh, by the way, am I saying your name right? Was I saying it right? You were close enough. Uh, <laughs> close <yeah>. enough? <laughs> no, I, for real. No. But How do you say it? it? Um, in French, I would say Julien Benumar. So, Benumar. Oh, Alexander, Benumar. thank you so much. But yeah, uh, it, it basically means like good humor. Oh, sweet. Do you, yeah. do you, do you think you have a good humor? Do you think you're... I think I, yeah. think I do. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you think that? I don't know. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah, I think in general. I well, think. you don't seem like you take things too seriously. Like, you take things serious enough, but, like, it doesn't seem like you're sitting there, like, taking it so seriously that you're keeping yourself up at night. Like, why didn't I do that right? Or whatever the situation. Oh, uh, no, no, not really. Well, sometimes when I really, really... Well, yeah, you're an artist. You're going really, to be hard yeah, on yourself. There, there are some, like, times where I'm maybe too much about, like myself or like mm. i'm focusing like so much on like something but like in very general i'm pretty uh pretty chill i think yeah yeah man uh how how was what was your since your father owns this construction like i always i have a son and i always imagine like wanting to pass thing down something special or something that i worked for to my son and and you know yeah. I, i'm just curious like how did your how did your family handle you wanting to go and live this you know musician life god i i think i've been lucky because like they were totally fine and i think like somehow my father like knew that i was not that much into it like mm -hmm. I, I was trying but like i would get up the morning to like get to the uh like where we were working at and uh I was always late i i think i was like a very lazy worker because i didn't like it at all so Hmm. So I think you could see that I I was not like meant for it. Yeah. So it was fine. I I think maybe he was scared, like because like obviously the first gigs you get it's like our creepy shitty bars. Right. 
So that doesn't look like a, 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 you can easily turn into like alcohol and drugs and stuff. But uh, yeah, I had like more expectations than just like doing uh, bar gigs. So yeah. so uh, uh, yeah, I think it, it, it was fine. Like after all, and uh, that's great. That's great. I love I love it when parents are like, well. Okay, but uh, it's like you get the blessing, but it's like, all right, just, uh, you know, just hopefully you can go out there and make a living. (laughs) I think that's really what all your parents are worried about when they're telling their kids like, hey, make sure you have something lined up because music is not too, uh, too, uh, you know, it's it's not always something to count on. This is the the reason why I haven't played like music before or I haven't tried because I wanted to study music when I was younger and uh, everyone just kept telling me you cannot make a living out of music yeah. and stuff. So I just thought, oh, okay, then I'll just study business and work for my father and take over yeah. the business. So like that, but like if I would do it again, I don't know if I would do it differently though, but I like right now, I I, I hope I knew more about the music theory and stuff that I'm learning it, it now by like trying learning songs and reading and watching YouTube videos and stuff. So I'm getting more um, information about like the theory, but I wish I knew it uh, already. So. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Man. I feel that. Uh, is that um, but it, that, it, it's good that you had that sort of. Um that that experience of knowing what you don't want in life because there's so many people who just sort of are going through that like like you know if your parents would have been a little bit had a little bit different of an attitude you know maybe they would have put more pressure on you to follow in the footsteps you know that happens all the time you know parents are like no this is what you're doing you are not going to be a musician you're going to be a doctor i'm a doctor your my father was a doctor his father was a doctor you're a doctor, whether you want yeah. it or not. And yeah. so that always creates these kind of riffs. And I've met so many people who are just like, oh, I just, you know, successful doctors who are just like looking at me playing like mediocre, mediocre um, keyboards and being like, I wish I had that life. And it's like, bro, I'm making like a hundred bucks tonight. Okay. <laughs> don't, don't wish for nothing. None of this. you just paid off your fourth house okay don't worry (laughs) about it you're okay you're fine but but there is that thing where you you know are you gonna go through life living the life that you wanted to live or you live in the life that that someone else wanted you to live and it's it's a blessing that your parents recognized or you know your your father especially uh recognized and and also i think that like changes is something very uh scary so once you are like doing that thing you don't like uh but people are keep convincing you that uh you're lucky to to have that well it's really i think it's hard to get out of this to like just start from scratch and do something you really want to do for a living so that that was like the, the the scariest part for me to jump like to to go out of this business to jump into music full time right because I didn't know if I would make like right. five thousand bucks in my whole year, or or not, or nothing. And, yeah, nothing. <laughs> it's like I'd be happy if I made five thousand dollars this year. <laughs> well, when you're first yeah. starting music, like any amount of money, getting paid is like a wow. <laughs> you know, getting like two beers. Yes, <laughs> it wasn't for nothing. Screw yeah. you, Dad. I told you. 
two beers, <laughs> double fisted for for uh, seven hours of work. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. But it's it's a uh, it, it it yeah, man. It's it's a weird gig. It's and when you say like you know you were scared is because it's so uncertain what music is gonna bring. And we live in the the thing about music and the pandemic and being a musician for years before the pandemic hit, I was already used to having to figure out something new all the time anyways, you know, because as musicians, as artists, you're constantly jumping around from hustle to hustle. You're like, nothing's for sure. So you got to like sort of you're hustling. It's your constant hustle that that gets you by in this business, because once you get comfortable, it's it's, you know, like that job is gone. It's like all of a sudden, or that bar closed, or you know, they someone else will work cheaper. Whatever the case is, that job isn't that isn't written in stone. And and it's and when you do have a job that is, let me just put air quotes, written in stone, like working at a factory or working construction. And by the way, I think the pandemic proved that those jobs are pretty unstable too. So uh, <laughs> just just so y'all know, uh, we're we're all in the same sort of bucket here it's just you know there's more jobs that are you know aimed towards people who you know just want to work a job they're not trying to be a doctor or anything they just want to live their life totally cool but i don't know it it always is weird to me when i see people who are like who are like really unhappy with what they've done with their life and i i don't know like it's just a very sad thing how i mean how do you feel about that when you have you ever oh. talked to anybody like that where you just talk to them and they're just like I hate what I do I wish I would have done this well at least like I I don't think I know a lot of people that are going through this situation mm-hmm. so that's a cool thing yeah uh, but yeah mm-hmm. I, f- I really feel sad about them because uh, about like it is there someone I know that has like hmm I don't think I do, but I think that um, that scenario is really sad because there's so much, so much we can do. And yeah, uh, it's it's a shame to be scared of changes, mm-hmm. uh, even though it's it's totally normal. But I think you get the best of the opportunities if you just like embrace it or take it and and listening to yourself as well because sometimes you get some ideas that like i i think everything is possible after all so if you like put some passion and a lot of effort on something you really do like i don't see the reason why it wouldn't work yeah absolutely you'll get better at it and you you'll put more time of you see than anyone that doesn't that does not have the same uh interest about this uh kind of thing or so yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's sad to to think that a lot of people like go to work and just think it's this is life, and they get a disease at like forty, and yeah. this is how life ends. Yeah. So that's very sad. No, it is sad, but but yeah, Mango, welcome, Mango. Thank you for being here. I just want to live a simple life. I I agree. I I feel you. I feel you because I mean, to some people hearing us talk about hustle of this job, hustle of that job, hustle, 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 that must sound exhausting. I know that at a point when I was finding out what it takes to be a a working musician, it's like, oh my god, that's a little overwhelming. But it's something that I really love, so I don't mind putting in extra effort to sort of accomplish that. But it it is the people who sort of live a passionless life that is like. 
oof, that, that's tough. That's something I've always just been like, I can't do that. But I am somebody who gets very comfortable and I will just sort of live in, I'll just live in whatever situation, just accept it and just, I'll just live with it. And yeah. whereas my wife sees opportunity, it's like we lived in Southern California. Well, I lived in Southern California for, for like 13 years. And then me and my wife just moved back a couple of years ago. And it was the hardest thing. The, it was the hardest and like worst thing that ever happened to somebody from here, from Toledo, Ohio, because uh, it's just gray all the time and just not, it's not that great. Uh, it's not cool here. <laughs> it's not cool at all. Uh, but living in Southern California in the most beautiful state and having to make the change of coming back here. But what ended up happening was that we just, we flourished. Like my podcast flourished. Uh, we flourished as musicians. She became an actress working in a very renowned Thing, you know, like so when you take yourself out of these comfort zones, you, you you expose yourself to more possibilities than what you've sort of created for yourself. And if you only create the possibilities of me getting up every day, going to work, and again, totally cool. I respect that. It doesn't work for me. Like Julian, I get super lazy and figure out ways to not do work. I work harder at not doing work than I do at actually doing the work that they're trying to tell me to do. I don't know if that's Julian's case, but that's my oh, case. Yeah, it, it is totally. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, it's just, I'm not interested. It's, it's soul death for me, for Julian. Um, but, but yeah, just, just finding that thing, that, that, that road, that passion, something to follow is just, you know, and, and that's the thing is like people like who want to just live simple lives. I'm sure like Mango has lots of ha hobbies she likes to do and things that they like to, you know, so it's not just like people who work simple lives, live these miserable things. It's like that, that's not what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is that I would be miserable if I had to do that. And I think Julian feels the same about that. Um, yeah. yeah, different strokes for different folks, I think, is what we're saying here. Uh, let's go on to the next <laughs> question here. Um, I've seen your uh, electrics in the background for months. Have you also thought of adding them to the loop? Literally. Uh, can you, uh, somehow it cuts. Okay, can you go on again with the question? Sure, not a problem. I've seen your electrics in the background, I think electric oh. guitars. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Uh, uh, in the background for months, have you also thought of adding them to the loop, literally? Yes, yes. Uh, actually, the, the reason why I'm not doing it is uh, because uh, the only way I can get it to the loop is by going through this amp here. And uh, um, it's quite loud. I, I have to put it quite loud to get like a cool, warm tone. tone. So if I put the amp very quiet and raise the fader instead... It sounds not so good. Mm -hmm. So um, when I'll get to Ableton, I can use the amps <laughs> in Ableton, and then it will be easier to, to make loops because uh, I'm living in a hot apartment, so I cannot like put everything too loud. And if I put the the amp too loud, it's gonna go into my microphone yeah. as well, and the sound is gonna be not so good. So um, yes, uh, I will eventually, but just when I'll uh, I'll do it through a DAW like Ableton. Yeah, those virtual amps are pretty amazing these days. Like, um, I'm working on like this old school funk um, hip hop project, and um, I'm able to achieve like amazing vintage sounds just all through the the you know onboard effects and onboard. It's so crazy what you can do with technology. It's oh, just, I love yeah, it. Yeah, the the electric. Have you thought of a uh, 
you probably have, but I'm just going to say it anyways. Have you thought of putting it in like a closet or something and then covering it with like a blanket and trying to bury it and then sort of giving it a little bit of more juice and then, yeah, yes, it still bleeds? Uh, yeah, I kind of tried it, but uh, still it sounds very loud in the apartment. Mm. Yeah. And um, I, I, I like my, my neighbor are really, really cool uh, about like me playing music, but I don't want to like do like be too much right push it <laughs> yeah exactly so this is why i'm just like uh, uh i've been doing this like the first streams like um in the first stream i i would do some songs on the electric guitar but uh yeah it didn't sound that good so i'm just gonna like wait yeah. and uh use uh the uh, the, um, the amps in ableton instead when i'll get there yeah that's fair that's fair that's a fair answer right there. Uh, thank you for asking. I think that was Nick. I think that was Nick. Uh, okay. What streamer inspires you, Julian? Oh, gosh oh darn it. God. How did you say it? Bell, you, uh, it wasn't Muir. It was Mar, right? It was Mar. Bellumar. Bellumar. Okay. Yeah, but uh, you can say Bell Humor. I, I when I <laughs> say my name in English, this is how I say it. So <laughs> I'm I have no clue how to translate that or pronounce that either. Cool. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, there's so many, so so many streamers um, that I listen to that I really enjoy and that are very inspiring. Um, of course, I would say like maybe the first one that really got me into looping was Autopilot. Pretty mm. much, probably like many many of the other streamers, because he he's got like this whole setup that sounds so good. So so good. It's it's very inspiring to see how um, a streaming setup can sound that good. So uh, yeah, definitely one of my big inspirations. Um, Oh my god! There's so many, so many for, for real. Like every every streamer that I'm rating uh, or that I'm jamming with are very, very inspiring. There's one uh, one French Canadian uh, musician. Uh, her name is Andy the Frenchie. Oh. Uh, she's been a lot, a lot inspiring to uh, to me because she's not like doing. She's doing so many like different kind of things on our stream and i think it's 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 not a thing that i could ever do but it's very inspiring to see uh, her she works so hard on her stream she's so inclusive with the the her community um she's so good with the, the comments as well and how to like create some like stupid things sometimes on her stream it's so it's so cool i i think she's a genius too yeah so me too I, me too. Um, I, I think Andy is is probably like one of the one of the top performers, you know, just because it's like straight up performance art, you know, like it's not just uh, go there and get, you know, music and, and like she plays like what one song an hour or something. So it's not like you're going there for for the music. You're going there for a for a vibe, which you are going there for the music because as soon as she does lock in, it's like oh, you also do that, <laughs> but but also she has like the cosplay and just. Uh, there's like you know she's acting and, and improvising and there's just so many different mediums that i feel like she touches on it's that's what's so amazing about this platform is that you could be a musician but like any other thing that you got going like bring it out baby whip it out because people want to see it it's amazing it's like have you ever heard of the fantastic plastics 
No, I don't think I do. No, you need to. They're they're fantastic, to say the least. Okay. Uh, but <laughs> but they are. Uh, Raina, can we get a shout? Or lovely, can we get a shout out for the fantastic plastics? They're just amazing. They're like they're so they're like a cyberpunk uh, like throwback. I it's hard to explain, but they have like they have. Uh, they have green streams going on. They 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 do so. Their live music stream is them, and they have their background is a projector projector, but it's also a green screen. So they're they're like they're Kodaking their skin color, and they have they make their own costumes and they do theremin solos. But then they have like a whole talk show that has like sketches in it where it's like very complicated animations and like and like they make their own action figures i mean it's insane and that's what i love about this platform is that it's world building it's like you get to like you get to put all those silly awesome ridiculous ideas to test in this like very conveniently placed (laughs) you know (laughs) you know uh, uh platform and medium it's just i i i'm just so so when when you see streamers like andy the frenchy or or fantastic plastics or ordo pilot even someone who has taken performance to that next level and and sort of made it this really interesting warm place to be it's just so so incredible and you don't get to do that in a live setting you know like to be able to do these things in a live setting costs so much money it costs you know like production of of like if you if you were to do like what the fantastic plastics do live you got projections i mean like you can't even do half the digital like codecing they're doing you know like it's just it's almost impossible or the production value is so high that you it would be too expensive for them to be able to put it on themselves. But you could do that here. You could do that yeah. because because technology is increasingly getting le- less expensive and the 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 amount of of powerful programs that are that people can just easily get their hands on and and manipulate and do things. It's just it's crazy. It's crazy right now. It's it's a beautiful oh, yeah, time totally. to be alive. Yeah, I I agree and like you cannot like even like my live setup, I I once I tried to bring like some kind of looping things for my live performance, and mm-hmm. sometimes you play in a restaurant where the sound system is so <laughs> shitty that it's not even worth yeah. bringing external like gear. Right. Just like come with your guitar microphone right. and try your best to make it sound <laughs> decent. Exactly. So yeah. No, you're so, right. You're right. Where you playing? Because. There's some place they hire live music, but they don't have like the the gear to make the vibe happen. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Like there, you're able to uh, uh, incorporate nuance that gets lost in those bar things and those oh, bar yeah. gigs because your your sound is going over drunk people and it's going hitting the back of the room, bouncing around, and it's just like if the room's not treated, it's gonna just sound like a big echo chamber or or whatever whatever the situation is your sound yeah. is always suffering but with this you can really take time and really dial it and like you were saying at the beginning it's like you were able to you're able to sit there and, and figure out how to get the best sound and i was actually listening to your stream that we were playing before you came on and i was admiring and i'm like wow this is really good and it's and it's running through a loop pedal too and i was like that cuz i was like very impressed because 
when I was looping stuff and running it through a loop pedal, I wasn't achieving that same sound. So I was very oh, impressed. I, I've spent hours to figure out how to make this sound decent because it's like at some point when you have too many uh, layers mm. of like audio sounds or whatsoever, um, it sounds like very muddy at yes. some point. So I really had to work with a lot of uh, compression in my board, compressing the sound from the, uh, I, yeah, I use a lot, a lot of uh, compression on everything. So that helps keeping a good flow, but it took me hours to get to a point where I was kind of happy with the song. Uh, yeah. Um, and well, it shows, man. It definitely shows. I mean, definitely, definitely got it going on there. So Andy, the Frenchie, and uh, is there anybody else? I mean, I, I, I put Leon in the chat because I know you guys oh, are, are yep. buddies. Of course, Leon, of course, of course. This dude is like, and not only for his music, but I think he's doing um, his marketing very well because he's been like creating his uh, YouTube channel where he posts his, uh, a lot of like tutorials for mm -hmm. streamers, beginning streamers and I think it's such a good idea, a good way to like get people to go to a stream. And he's like streaming like always the same days, like regularly. Mm. Uh, he's been doing that for months now. So it shows that this is like one of the reasons why this whole thing works. And what he's offering to the people is great. He's sweet. He's like, so yeah, of course, he's super, super uh, talented and, and, and obviously an inspiration as well. Uh, I really love Matt Walden too. Like mm. he's what, like for the, the kind of music he's doing, it's totally, um, uh, I really, really dig it. It's the same kind of music I would listen to. And uh, his original songs are so good. Uh, oh my God. I mean, like so many streamers for real. I'm just naming those because they, they they're coming to my mind, but uh, every time I end up on someone's stream, it's because like there's things that I like about what they're doing, and sometimes it's a different kind of music they're doing. Like uh, one of my uh, good friend uh, Guns, uh, we call her Guns. She's a DJ on uh, on the, her stream, and it, uh, I'm I don't listen to DJ sets normally, but I really dig. Or sound. I I am. I learn a lot about music by watching her stream. Some things I've never heard of before. Um, how she interact with her people. How like, I, I think that, like in every stream there's cool things you can get from the streamers. Uh, even though it's a diff, totally different kind of stream you're doing. And um, yeah, so th those are pro pro probably uh, the one that came to my mind. But so many streamers are inspiring. It's yeah. crazy. Totally, totally. I mean, there's just, it's just endless. It's just endless. Uh, a streamer that I really like is um, Sarah Jazz, and she does a, uh, she does like a talk show. She calls it a chat show. Uh, but uh, she's awesome. She, she's like a, uh, she's a true jazz saxophonist, but she's hilarious. She's very funny, and um, she, <laughs> she's thought-provoking, but she, there, she was having a conversation with, um, her her real life boyfriend and streamer the silence noise and um there was one thing that they brought up that i wanted to bring up with her and i'm not trying to be mean about this either but there are streamers this is what she said and i tend to agree with it and and you coming from a gigging background there are streamers that are on 
Twitch that would not, and this is her words, would not make a penny on on a real stage, you know, at a bar yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But but they're able to sort of they're able to still create this vibe where people where they might not be the most experienced players, but they're still able to create these these vibes that people want to come into and hang out with. Um, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about people who are sort of, you know, that if they were out in the real world, they wouldn't be making any money, but you're seeing them do well on Twitch. Is that, is that, how does that fall on you? Oh, I think it's, I think it's great because it's, it means that you can basically do whatever you want to do here because the platform reached so many kind of people that you'll find your way uh, like somehow it could take months, it could mm -hmm. take few days, it could take weeks, but you, you'll find people that will dig your stuff. And I think when you, you do some live gigs, it's really hard to get that uh, mental uh, state where like when after a shitty gig, you want to like give up everything <laughs> because it hurts so bad. It really, really hurts. But at least on stream, well, like some trolls will tell you some like annoying things sometimes but otherwise people are, are very kind mm -hmm. and uh, i don't know i think i, I think it's great because like uh, i get why um like a jazz saxophonist wouldn't work in a bar because in a bar you want to sell alcohol you want people to get drunk hammered so you, you need to be a bit more upbeat if you're two million million Colin, how, how do you call Me it? Uh, melancholy. Yeah, exactly. So mm -hmm. if you're too like down, uh, well, it doesn't sell much in a bar. And sometimes I love to be like very soft on, the, on my stream. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be always upbeat. And oftentimes I'm super, super soft and it feels so good. Yeah. So, yeah. No, so, yeah. I, I think I agree with you, man. I agree with you a lot because it's like, um, it's like, you know, not everybody has that mental fortitude to sort of battle it out in the bar scene, trying to get a name for yourself in whatever scene you're in. Yeah. Uh, some people just don't have that or want to pursue that, but like they're able to sort of find a comfort in, in just doing it. Like Sabi, I think Sabi, Sabi Sparks is someone who, is, who wasn't really a gigging musician who found a home on Twitch just to sort of get her own... Um, to get her um her own confidence up because you know she just wasn't yeah. she was just wasn't feeling it. so it was something that she did to sort of you know get her confidence in her music and stuff up and then all of a sudden she found this amazing community and now she's a twitch partner so i love that i, I absolutely yeah. love that, that that there's a career for musicians who who are just bedroom musicians and and you know don't either don't have the time or the fortitude or whatever to go out and do that uh, how would you say melody in French? That's from Lovely Lace. Oh, uh, melody. Melody. Mel oh, melody. What, melody. What is that uh, famous French musician? Melody. Um, what's the name of his album? It's so good. He did like reggae and stuff, but he was from France. I can't remember his name. Melody. I'm looking it up. Melody. Um, <laughs> sorry. I, it's in my head now. I'm like, I'm not. Yeah, no worries. I don't think I do know though. I That's don't. okay. I don't. I, I don't expect. I don't, I don't expect. Uh, well, I can't figure it out, and I'm not going to sit here and waste your time trying to figure it out. So melody. There you go. There you go. Lovely melody. Uh, I, I wish I could. Melody. Bonheur. 
And is that no Willow? No, that's a, isn't that a song? Amelia's uh, Bonheur. No, actually, it's a it's from the '60s or '70s. It's an old like it's an old school French artist. Uh, art. Okay. He did he there were, he did like a reggae period in his life, but he was very famous in France. He dated uh, famous actresses and stuff. Well, I don't know, but it was like Melody Day something or Melody Do. Ah, golly, never mind. If anybody knows, please do. It, it, it's it's a it's a the album is amazing. It's like it's it's it has it's like groovy, and it has like symphony stuff in it, and it's just like a very chill. And he's almost reciting poetry when he's singing and in French. I don't know what he's saying, but it sounds real sexy. Uh, but <laughs> anyways, if it Melody de Nelson, oh gosh darn it, I can't remember. Joe Dawson, no, it's not him. Anyways, I don't know why I even brought it up. Have you have you ever been spotted in person by a Twitch viewer? And what was that experience like? You mean like in real life? Mm-hmm. If I- um no 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 because since i've been streaming i haven't been doing a lot of gigs although i did um get some few gigs because of uh the stream so like doing some private parties uh some people from quebec would watch the stream and especially the emo nights i've i've been doing some special emos um uh, uh, event uh this summer i think two or three where i i got there and people would, would just request some emo songs that i did play a, quite often on on the stream so uh but otherwise uh no i, I never walked randomly on the street or in a bar <laughs> where someone said oh i saw you julian <laughs> Woo! Anyway, I don't think I reach people from Quebec that much, to be honest. Like a, a bit, like some of you guys in the chat, like Ben Plour, this from Quebec, a good friend, uh, Marie-Ève, uh, she's uh, modding the stream and she's great. And I, I, I saw Marie-Ève uh, two or three times, I think, uh, in places where I would play and she, uh, and, and, uh, she came there too. Uh, oh, and nice. Willow, Willow is from Quebec too. Yeah. Yes. Willow's from that. she's been my saving grace for the last couple of weeks because really? she's the one oh, who he she found the 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 uh the the wrong date in the flyer that we <laughs> that i was oh, just yes. spread I, willow I either like uh, no, the, the, okay. uh, the mistake was the, the friday uh, friday part right 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 because yeah. like, after i watched it i said oh true dude <laughs> <laughs> Yo, oh no, lovely Willow had told me before that as well. Uh, lovely, I, okay. I appreciate lovely lights that you told me, but Willow caught me in um in in uh in uh what do you call it? It was like literally the day before too that lovely lace because lovely lace got my back too. Uh, but lovely lace saw it in the Discord and Mel uh, Willow saw it in uh, in the Instagram, so. Willow, and, and but that's not the only one. She, she, Willow has has caught like two or three other mistakes that I made. So like Willow has been sort of, she's like modding my IRL, my my Instagram, and my other stuff. She's my uh, she's my outside Twitch mod. Um, yeah. So Reina, thank you so much for looking that up. It's called History Day Melody Nelson. Uh, it was a 1971 concept album by French songwriter Serge Gainsbourg, uh, who is amazing. So if you guys are really interested in some old school, like cool ass French music, not French, Canadian, but from from France, uh, 
go check out that album. It's insane. Uh, Okay, uh, let's see what is it. Have you ever met any musicians that you admire, and have you ever collaborated with any of them, or do you have plans to do so? Willow. Um, Yes, I I did collaborate with uh, some very, very good musicians that I really, really love. Um, I would say like one of my last very, very random collab was with uh, Harry Mack. And mm. that was not expected at all. Like I was just like streaming, got rated by Harry Mack. And like really when that happened, I like for real, I, I saw in his name, but I I couldn't figure out. He, like I, I knew I saw his things because when I, I saw his face on uh, Twitch, I clicked on his name, and uh, then I realized, okay, I, I've seen him somewhere. And I realized, like, like few weeks before, the uh, Facebook and YouTube algorithm would like just push his videos uh, in my in my feed. So, but I, I didn't remember his name. So then I realized, okay, that's the dude who's like freestyle rapping, and we did a collab uh, in early December. So that's the last last collab I did, and oh man, I was amazed when 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 I actually did the collab, I couldn't hear what he was doing because obviously when I play, we don't want that kind of delay, so I had to mute him. But then I re-listened to the stream, and this dude is like a genius. So I was uh, really um, uh, grateful that I could do a collab with uh, uh, with Harry Mack, and uh, in the near future, I don't have like. Um, plan collab the next one would be like uh i think it's next week i'll be um in um uh the stream of a band which is called live dans garage uh, the the band name is uh rafi and they're very very popular uh here in quebec oh. uh and they, they've been touring a bit in um in states as well but uh yeah they just started on twitch a few months ago and they're doing so well and it like it's such a good sounded st- sounding stream so next week i'll go there and uh do a string with them uh so i'm very looking forward to it it's gonna be fun to play with a band instead of just myself <laughs> dude I, I that's what i miss man that's what i miss is the band the like jamming and like really letting loose with a band and really like because the bands that I play with usually do like they'll do improvisation of solos and stuff like that. So, yeah. you know, we're really getting at it. Man, I miss that the most is unloading on. Oh, my God. That, that's what I miss about the real life gig is just unloading on my keyboard and letting people just just destroying people's day with my keyboard in a good <laughs> way. In a good way. Is, is Rafi spelled R-A-F-F-I? uh r-a-f-f-y r-a-f-f-y oh yeah but uh fur uh wrote uh in the chat live down garage this is their name on twitch gotcha uh, exactly thank you very much fares for writing that in there and welcome fares welcome it's good to see you thank you for being here always a pleasure when you show up uh did you uh do you have any other um uh outside of twitch do you have any other uh, musicians that you would like to collaborate dead or alive um probably and i didn't think about it lately um uh, i don't have plans about this uh but for now i i think i would like to collab with twitch streamers maybe more because this is like what i'm doing so mm. um it kind of would make more sense right now to do so. 
but of course, like everything about collaborating, uh, I think it's such a cool uh, concept just to jam with other musicians and like put up put out some stuff, even though like people don't wouldn't watch watch it much. Uh, I don't know. There's like it's very inspiring to see how other musicians are working. Yeah. Or so I'm always open for that. Heck yeah, uh, man. For now, I would say like probably if I would think about like uh, doing a collab, that would probably be with a Twitch streamer. I think. Nice. I like that. I mean, you might, I mean, you might as well, right? It's like that's the platform you're you're hustling on right now. So keep hustling, baby. Keep hustling. Now I feel you, because it's 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 interesting too for me because I I feel the same way because I kind of because I'm coming out from the outside podcasting world. So like I've been doing this for since 2015, and um, so coming to Twitch was changing everything. Yeah. But it was such a it was such a great change. But it was um, shit. I forgot what we were talking about. Why I even brought that up? What, what were, were we? We're talking about like doing collabs with uh, external um, artists. That right. Other, yeah. I don't even. There you go, everybody. I, I just wanted to talk about myself. <laughs> That's it. That's <laughs> like I just wanted to talk about myself. So let's move on to the next question, um, Julian. Would you ever consider a virtual tour online? I know a streamer who did that. Turned out good. Lovely lace. Thank you. Um, I, I never considered that or like even doing that by myself since I'm streaming like three times a week for free. So I think it would be um, risky or complicated to just to put a price on like a tour thing. Mm. I don't know. I, I didn't think about it much, but like since I'm streaming for free right now and I'm just getting like the donations of the people who feel like giving, like supporting the stream or with the sub, I don't know if that would work in that. Uh, maybe, maybe one day or if I would came out with like a very different concept maybe that would work but i don't think like doing what i'm doing right now exactly the same for free would work if i would charge uh unless if if it's for a very special occasion so unless i'm doing like uh a party for a, a business uh so that's very uh more personal to the business itself i've been doing that a bit like uh, during winter like uh, christmas time so or for like private parties like um someone's birthday so they would call them uh, themselves on zoom and i would like play a set there mm. and like, that would be like for just those people so that would work but i i don't know doing um like a kind of like tour on the internet i, I didn't think about it much oh lovely said uh that uh the tour was around the the tour around the world was free but cost for a backstage pass in Discord a dollar amount. Hmm. Oh, See. okay. Maybe I, I don't know really much about this concept, so maybe mm -hmm. it's something I would need to dig into. Well, you know what, what we were doing for a little bit last summer because people were trying to figure out ways to get entertainment into their bars is that me and my wife, we do an acoustic duo, and uh, we were playing, we were streaming into their bar but with like a nice stream, you know, like a really nice, clean stream. And so we, we had a little bit of success with that playing a few bars around the area. 
but yeah. maybe something in that. But you know, you'd have to go and call people and try to get them on board to. You host my stream at your bar. I, I don't know. I'm just trying to. I'm just, just different ideas. You know, nothing's yeah. off the table. That's the great thing about this whole situation is that nothing's off the table. Nothing's yeah. off the table because if you can hustle that shit, hustle it. Uh, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, get it. Get your money. Uh, do it however you gotta do. Just you know, use what you got. We're we're in a uh, we're in a pandemic. All right, you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> Um, thank you for that question, lovely Lacey. You, you, uh, you got the wheels turning. Uh, okay, let's see here. We got, uh, I'm also a music streamer and just wondered what going, what going for partner was like as a musician. Did you ever have too many obstacles? Arrow, I'm going to go follow you now. You're, you're a music streamer. Cool. Let me follow you. But, uh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, um, well, uh, like to be honest, I I applied three times before getting it. So, um, like y y to get a partner, you have to reach like those goals that you probably know about, which is like a, a amount of average viewers, uh, amount of time streaming, and like different days. I think. Um, but like once you get it, that doesn't mean you'll get the partnership automatically. So, um, the first time I applied was in. Uh, June last year and um, I didn't get it but like the thing is they don't Twitch don't tell you much about like the, the reason why they gave it to you or not they just like yeah. send you this like templates uh, that probably everyone uh, gets um, I think the reason why I got it uh, last time was because I was uh, streaming for, uh, on a regular basis uh, which is a thing I didn't do before. Sometimes mm. I would like take a week off because uh, I had some gigs and I then uh, I didn't feel the need to to stream. So uh, since I've been like very um, regular on the stream, I think that helped. Uh, the difference is you get more tools after all. So to like one of the main thing is I, I used to stream in like uh, 1080 and people couldn't change the settings on that. So some people would just like stop watching the stream because uh, their internet connection was not good enough for it. Mm -hmm. So like at one point I had to lower the resolution of the stream. Uh, so that was like one of the issues. Um, and I think it's a cool path. Uh, just the fact that it's a thing kind of harder to get. Uh, once you get it, I, I think, I don't know. I, I, I really felt, uh, like my work was the, the time I've spent on the stream has been worth it after all. So, um, it doesn't, it doesn't change much, honestly, on like the, the, the flow, you just get more tools. And I think that like when Twitch does some like, uh, uh events, like a front page thing, uh, you might have more chance to get those front page and have more viewers seeing your stream. So it helps you, I think, a bit. But in terms of um, incomes or whatsoever, that doesn't change anything really. I know you get like more opportunities to like game things. <laughs> like you can you can do like gaming, like uh, one thing that the Fantastic Plastic, I'm, I'm just assuming, but... Uh, for cyberpunk whatever that was 20 whatever 
there was a bunch of gamers, but if you're a Twitch partner, you I guess you can get access to if you want to play a certain game on stream, you get some money or something. But I don't know. I I I, I, I that's one of the things. Oh, but you do music, yeah. Yeah, but, but yeah, exactly. It's like I'm a musician, awesome. <laughs> that doesn't do anything for me. But but it's a very different world I I found where it's like where musicians it's uh, you know like even from numbers wise you know like these gamers have like thousands and thousands and thousands and you know and the highest that musicians get is you know like Harry Mack gets a couple thousand or something and I know certain people get several thousand every time but it's 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 not like that you know it, it's a, it's just a different game over there in the in the video oh, game yeah. world and just chatting for that matter just chatting is a whole nother mess like i'm 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 waiting through right now but it's it's fun <laughs> do you feel like i mean i know it might be an obvious thing but do you feel like for musicians starting twitch now that this is one of the best routes of going forward as a musician and especially getting your name Thank you, Willow, for that host, uh, especially for getting sort of a name out there in general uh, and, and like growing an online presence as well. Do you think uh, do you think Twitch is still the right choice or do you even think that Twitch is, a, is the right choice for growing your name? Um, I think it is. But I think um, it could be uh, it could be very hard because when you start when you start your stream, that doesn't mean you'll get people uh, right away. It could take weeks or months sometimes. Years. So I think you've got to uh, watch a lot of streams, hmm. uh, make friends out there probably as well, and uh, um, be very active on other socials, which is a thing I'm, I don't think I do well, but... I, I see that people that does it that helps a lot. Um, but and you, I, I think the thing is with the the pandemic, so many strip streamers has step up their game that like I think if you come on stream with uh, like low quality audio or video and you don't try to improve that, um, that. I think that would show, but maybe there are some exceptions. But, um, but I still think it's a it's it's a cool way to uh, uh, to put your music out there. And but you have to be consistent and like do it for real. Because if you do it just some few times, uh, I don't think you'll see the difference on your following or on the people interest about your your stuff. Yeah. But I'm just assuming because, like, for real, I I don't have the answer for that. I'm just right. like I'm just trying to do my best on the stream and being consistent. And like so far, it worked for me. Uh, doesn't mean it works for everyone. I don't know. But uh, yeah, so. yeah. It, it's definitely like one of those things which you got to find where you're where what what what's working. But but I feel like Twitch makes it not easy. But I feel like Twitch makes it very possible. Like I, I feel like. Like if you're trying to start a, a career on Instagram right now, that sounds impossible and ridiculous. Yeah. It's like yeah. TikTok, right? Like TikTok, TikTok is getting to that point now, or it is at that point where it's almost impossible to sort of break into this this profitable world. Which I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's harder. I feel like Twitch yeah. offers the clearest path 
to to monetization to to getting your name out there and to and to uh, you know and to building your your name and your channel. I think they 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 present the clearest and most attainable path of all the social media platforms out there right now. I mean, including YouTube, which has its own live streaming aspects yeah. to it. But it's but YouTube is it's a dumpster fire over there. You know, like how do you even like I don't even know how you go out and find friends and network and stuff. Like yeah. Twitch makes it really easy for you to find friends and network and and find your communities and stuff and. It's and just, also, there's not a lot of musicians. Like, mm. there are few musicians, but not that much. It's more like a gaming yeah, platform. Yeah, exactly. So it's very, it's still very new for music to yep. grow on Twitch. So this is one of the main reasons why I think it's it's worth the shot. Like to just like go on and try and. But um, yeah, I agree. Yeah. No, Facebook. Bye, bye, Facebook get out of here because they're doing live they're doing gaming right now but the way that they're starting to make their their terms of service is that they will if you start if you play a song that isn't yours and like a dcma which here on twitch they do they they mute it for now they're gonna probably start doing live takedowns but um uh, Facebook does live takedowns of you playing other people's music, so you get so much of a time, like you get a time frame. Because I do see DJs on there, but they get shut down within like a half an hour. Um, yeah. But but they even but they are gearing towards gaming, and they're even trying to do those live takedowns for cover songs that you don't have permission to play. So that's what's coming for Facebook. So if if, if you're out there still dry humping the 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 Facebook streaming dream for music, I would just say nah, don't. It's probably better just go to YouTube if you're not if you're not feeling Twitch. But like I don't know, it's the it's, only um, the only way I saw it possible to like for me what I did on Facebook is I did a few streams on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Those were sponsored streams, so yes. I would stream for uh, on someone, some business pages, yeah. uh, like either a restaurant or uh, I think like there's the, my f- very first sponsored stream was a car seller, so I would just stream on their page, and they have already like their following. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that page had like over thirty or forty k uh, right. followers, so like I would stream like in front of people, and I would get paid by this business, so. That for me that worked, hmm. and it wouldn't work on Twitch because I reach people from everywhere on Twitch versus on Facebook. I reach people from Quebec, so right. that makes more sense for a sponsor stream for a restaurant uh, nearby where I live because I would reach the right uh, customers for that. Yeah. But on Twitch, if there's like I'm doing a sponsor stream and I reach people from Russia, well that doesn't change much right. uh, for them to sponsor my stream. Yeah. Yeah, the sponsored streams. That's 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 kind of what I, that's what we were doing as well as the sponsored streams. Um, let me see here. Have you ever done Quebec outdoor summer festivals? Uh, really? Yes, I did. Uh, like every summer, I do. But like I, I'm oftentimes I'm just like doing like the first the opening, so the first part. Since I like I'm by myself, so um, or beer festivals as well. I used to do a bit. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I started doing that like two or three years ago, my first festivals gigs. And since then, every summer I get a few of them. So between like five or 10 festival gigs. I love festivals. I like, I like real, I like, I like awesome. I've got a chance to play like 
really big cool festivals in my career and like it's just the way to go it's just what you it's just as a musician it's just what you want you want to be playing good the pay's good the the you get treated like with with real respect for the most part Uh, because mostly when you're just the bar musician they're just like just set up over there and shut the shut up yeah so it's uh it's very different. Like you get tent, you get a tent, you get a whole display of food, and you're bumping yeah. into cool musicians who have inspired you over the years. It's the way to go. I hate now. Flip side, I hate attending huge festivals as just a patron. <clears throat> I hate it. I hate being herded around. I hate being closed in with a bunch of sweaty, stinky people. I'm very bougie when it comes to festivals. I only go to festivals if I'm playing them. Uh, last question: What do you like and dislike the most about Twitch? Ooh, I like that. That's a good one. Uh, what I like the most is probably uh, the fact that I don't have to worry about. Well, no, I would say I, I was about to say don't worry about like the 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 sound of the stream, but there's always something going out so <laughs> there's always technical problems somewhere but like um i, th- I that, that's def- definitely the the fact that i'm home in my stuff doing my things and i don't have to worry about like uh driving uh the road about un- unloading uh about uh yeah so so, so I, I i'm just like home in my stuff and that's probably the thing I love the most. And also the fact that the, the people that are attending the stream uh, are most likely liking it. So there's so many streamers, so many. You, you can listen to Spotify. You can li- listen to YouTube. You can listen to Netflix. And you chose to be there. So that's that's the thing that I, I feel really, really blessed yeah. about. So it's amazing. Yeah, that's, that, that's the thing I love the most. The thing I hate the most... Um, it's probably the fact that um uh, I, I like the the, um, the fear of like losing everything maybe i would say like sometimes you stream and you don't feel like it went as well as the previous stream or you feel like uh um there are a few things that that are like um I don't feel like the the stream is improving when I when I don't think that I'm improving the stream and I'm staying at the same level or it goes a bit lower, then I I, I get really uh, annoyed. But by that, so uh, it's probably the thing about the the the, the this, yeah the fear of not improving things probably and the fact that I don't see the people and re- so I cannot see people's reaction. That's a thing really easy to to see when you're doing some live gigs. You can. I, I can see like okay uh, so those people kind of get the songs that I'm doing so I'm I'm gonna build my setup like this but at least with the the stream there's the streamer song list so people can request songs so sometimes it's easier but the, yeah the, the the fact that I uh, like in front of a screen and I don't see the people that's also a a downside of streaming I think yeah um that that improvement thing i feel you there i feel you and i um i uh the one percent improved by one percent is the one thing that i that i took away from leon's videos 
was that that rang the truest for me is is improve your stream by one percent every stream. Yeah, and 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 there's so much in that because it's like, especially if you've been through it when you're trying to do so much before the stream starts or something, you're just like, I gotta get this done, and you're just driving yourself insane, and you're just come on, do it, and it's not doing it, and you're and you're just upset, and you go into your stream all freaked out and with weird vibes. It's not worth it. So improve by 1%. <laughs> one. Just one. Yeah. Just one. And, and small incremental steps. And, I mean, that's the thing. It's like streaming is something I feel like you build out over time. You 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 grow over time. You, you show out over time. It's like I have so much planned. And I just need the time to, infor- you know, to do it and, and to get it done. But it's cool because I'm... I got, you know, I'm where I'm at now, and that's fine. I'm happy, but I know I can get better, and I'm just going to slowly keep adding on. Yeah. Not just just for my own sanity, <laughs> but also because I want to grow the stream. I want this to be really cool. I have a stream deck. I have no idea. Scares the shit out of me <laughs> to think about even starting. I mean, it's just, you know, it, there's just a lot. Yeah. Thank you so much, Julian, for coming on the show. I really appreciate that. It, it, it was a uh, it was a great conversation. And just so you guys know, the the end of that show got cut off because the, the SD card uh, ran out of space. So I, I'm sorry for that abrupt ending there. <laughs> I usually have like a, a quick little like, all right, bye. But uh, yeah, it got lost. But just know you didn't miss anything other than the games, which I've been cutting out of the audio versions. Anyways, so. If you like the games and you miss it, please come to the Twitch stream. But go and check out Julian Belhumer, who is on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Julian, J-U-L-I-E-N, Belhumer, B-E-L-H-U-M-E-U-R. Go check him out. Go give him a subscription. He is doing it. He, he just got his partnership. He, he's, just, he's just fucking badass. He's just a badass dude. So go check out Julian. And, of course, go... Follow him on all the socials in the show notes so uh, you can stay up to date with what he is doing. Also, go check out RainaMystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com, and go check out her latest single called Stew. She's also streaming every day this month of March, so go check her out. She's streaming twitch.tv slash RainaMystique. You can also find We Speak English Good on Twitch, twitch.tv slash We Speak English Good. We stream Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, This Friday, today, we have Nick Natoli, a a singer, songwriter, and uh, uh, he's written for Snoop Dogg and French Montana, and I'm excited to talk to him. That's on the live stream today. Uh, so come through twitch.tv slash we speak English good. You can also like, subscribe, review, like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Discord. You can also subscribe to us on Spotify, uh, Apple Music, YouTube, Twitch. I'm trying to go really fast. It's not working well. 
You can also leave a review for the show. Leave us a review on iTunes. It helps us in the algorithm of the podcast universe. You can also write the show at wespeakenglishgood at gmail.com. If you want to send something physical to the show, you can send it to P.O. Box 167876, Oregon, Ohio, 43616. I do like gifts. So yeah, if you want to send me a gift, more than welcome. Come on through. I like presents. I'm very materialistic. Uh, so I like records and music equipment. <laughs> Wish list there. Uh, that's it, everyone. I gotta go. I got things to do. I am just rocking out with my friend Deadside Blues here, who is a Dane from Denmark, which I'm sure you would expect a Dane to be from Denmark. So, all right, guys, we will see you next week. Take care of your fellow human beings. HJ's for everybody. Bye-bye.